Ladies and gentlemen, it's time to hide the kids and pop the top on a cold one. Coming to you from the Riverbank studio in Nitro, West Virginia, please welcome the inebriated cast of Section 304. Welcome to Sector 304 Podcast, where we're drinking beers and talking eaters, and let's just get right into it. Neil Brown with this 2020 class is on fire. 2022. 2022. Yeah. 2020 was a wasted year. It was. 2020 still living in the corona time. Yeah. Well, let's get past that. Nobody wants to go back to that shit again. But yeah, he's killing it, dude. A lot of four stars. A lot of the three stars are right on the cusp of being four stars. It's weird, though, because I swear we had a coach who said you can never recruit guys like that to play here. Get a four-star quarterback. Get a four-star running back. This uh, this quarterback is probably the best quarterback recruit we've had since Geno. Mm-hmm. And that's not moving past Greer. Greer's a transfer, so do you really count him as a recruit? But it's awesome that most of these kids came here on the same weekend, and it seems like they kind of met, enjoyed each other's company, made a little pact, and they're all rolling deep into the uh, into the mountains of West Virginia. Well, and then they said that uh, that running back is the number eight best running back that we've recruited. I mean, of course, number one's Noel Devon. Yeah. So You're talking about Williams. Yeah. Out of Ohio. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then the kid mm-hmm. out of Florida. Now he's out of Georgia. Is Williams out? Yeah, of, he's out of Georgia. Oh, uh, the okay. one, the one this year that was in last year's class from Ohio. Yeah, right? there's one from Ohio and one. Yeah, from there's Indiana. one from Ohio that's supposed to be really, really good as well. But he, I think he's up there now. And then the Spells kid, the yeah, two-way four, athlete, four-star, announcing his shit on ESPN. Uh, I mean, dude, at the end of the day, it's awesome to be to see your team getting that and getting that kind of recognition, being in the top twenty. 25 in recruiting. It's yeah, huge. Right now we're 25th, and they're saying that we could move as high by the end of this class in top 15. It's a very big thing, but until they get on campus, they don the pads, and they get out there, and they, they put the numbers up for you. I've been too excited about recruits in the past, a la William Crest, a la Ivan McCartney. Jason Gwaltney. There's been a ton of guys that I've been excited about that haven't panned out. So it's great to see on paper. It's great for – publicity it's great for promotion it's great for your social media it's great to hype your fans but at the end of the day it doesn't mean anything until they come here they put the pads on and they're 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 moving up and down the field right we're we're, we're hoping that because no i mean historically for the most part with us we always get the diamond in the rough type players the blue collar you know come out of nowhere type yep. kids to perform you know so it'll be nice to see because these kids were highly sought after by a lot of schools you know, it's going to be nice to see if these stars can translate well on half the field of them are, for us half of them are going to transfer well and that, that was the other thing i was going to say but i don't want to sound like the 
the guy who's just yeah, the, fucking Debbie Downer here. Right. But until they put pen, <laughs> until they put pen to paper, it really doesn't mean anything. And then like you know, talking to people about this upcoming football season, it's like, yeah, show me that roster fucking two days before game day, and then I'll get excited about what we got going because you never know who's going to be where. Well, that's true. Yeah, I mean, it's half of them are going to transfer, but not to be totally negative, this shows you what Brown's capable of recruiting, and that's a good thing. I would rather roll the dice and you know lose half of a recruiting class, but a recruiting class that's ranked 25th as opposed to 50th. So, oh, absolutely. They I all mean, seem pretty pretty excited about it um a lot yeah, of them are already of a lot shit. of them are already playing to the fans and shit hey yeah. can you get me to x amount of followers whatever whatever i know that uh mark mark markio or whatever is nico markio i think is how you pronounce it was he or was he not committed to florida state before us he was he was and then that fell through so man a lot of this shit these days is just it's cool to have your fucking poster on instagram and well, let me Say ask you a question. Committed. If Garrett Green takes the starting job after like game three, what do you think Marquis is going to do? He's still coming. You think so? <laughs> yeah, but I mean, because odds are for a true. Fr- I mean, how many true freshmen actually start anymore? Not at, many. At the quarter, he said though he's, at the quarterback. Position. Yeah, but he said he's he was told he's going to get a crack at playing time right away. Well, I think he will. I mean, oh. I. I I think he'll get a crack at playing time. Yes, I mean I think when he comes on the campus, if he, if if his highlight film is as good as, you know, as what it really looks, and if he's as good as what it really looks, I think you really do give him a crack. I think you really do go in when he gets on campus and say, "It's open. You bl- the best players going to play. I don't how, care." How many four star recruits do you think show up on campus and get told they're not going to get a shot at it right away? Right. What are you going you going to say? Well, I got I, you mentioned I got, one. I got Garrett Green and uh, you just mentioned one. Goose Crowder, Crest. Well, from all <laughs> things I read about him, his mechanics were fucked. They just fucked with his with mechanics, you. but it, it's like you know. What, I, I know what you're saying. I yeah. mean, he'll get a shot to play. I, who knows? I, it's hard to say. I mean, kids come in, they expect to play right away. They don't play right away, and then. They quit and leave, and that's just the way things are now, for better or worse. Um, it's for worse. I like the kid's size. Yeah. I like the fact he's a lefty. That's interesting. That's interesting. I like that um, he's got some wheels. Yeah. I yeah. Like he's a lefty. I'm excited. I mean, give him a shot. I I would give Garrett Green more of a shot than I think he's going to get this year. Uh, like I said, I'm excited about it until they sign the paper. Doesn't yeah, mean I mean, much. So it's it's good to see. It's good to see your team there. It gives you all these talking heads that go into all that recruiting shit. Now they got to talk about you a little bit. So it gets you a little pub that way. And but we made national headlines too. I mean, USA Today was talking about us getting uh, yeah. Marquio. Yeah. So. Well, isn't Marquio Williams and Nico all three enrolling in January? Marquio is supposed to enroll. I don't know about the others. Okay. But it's it's. I watched that running backs highlights. He well, I could can put a fly. fucking highlight tape together of you if you know the right people and know how to do it. There's I mean, like two. We should do that. <laughs> I mean, you know, we. You're could. gonna have to go through the GW archives. Probably that film probably does not exist anymore. I mean, we could take highlights of your brother Phil and 
put just, my head on him. Just yeah. have it where he's always facing away or something, or say it's you, <laughs> like pre-freshman 15. You know what I mean? I mean, you know. But, no, I don't know, man. That recruiting, it is what it is. Uh, the bigger story to me is the whole fucking uh, – NIL. Yeah, and, and what that's going to be and what that's going to do. I, look, I'm not against that. That's whatever. Um, if you're making money off of them, they should get paid for it anyway. I don't care. Uh, good for them. Everybody who wants to say, well, you're getting a scholarship. Okay, point taken. But if you're selling fucking 100,000 number two jerseys down at College Station at Texas A&M and he's winning the Heisman and you're making all this money off him being your poster boy, Cut him a slice of the pie. Do we have anybody in Morgantown who I think is going to make cheese like that? Probably not. The ones I think that are going to profit most from this are going to be the very, 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 very attractive females. Well, yeah. I mean, they're they're already saying that... Uh, that LSU that, gymnast is going to get like a million. Yeah. And I don't know. I've read somewhere they're going to put like a break in. You can only make X amount of dollars. It's 40,000. It's 40,000. But everybody wants to fire up these logos and this, that, and the other, and they want to do these shirts. And, you know, man, look, <laughs> have at it. Um, you know, a T-shirt don't cost much to print. With $7 a pop to print if you get the shitty fucking uh, heavy cotton. cotton. Yeah. So I'm not, I don't like it. Seven dollars to print. You're going to make twenty off of it. You got to pay the people who are pressing it for you and packaging it for you. So off every shirt, you're probably twenty dollars shirt. It costs you seven to make. There's thirteen, and you probably got to pay four for the people to package it, send it, mail it, and do all that. Unless you're doing that out of your apartment, which I don't see them having the time to do. <laughs> so what are you going to make? You're going to make you know well, five, they would six, seven dollars. They would team up with somebody, right? You would have you to. You have to. Yeah, you have to. And, and and here's the other thing. I don't know if you guys read. There was a thing going around that was like, hey, if you've signed with this gaming company, you just sold your life away. Like, you have to read what you're signing because a lot of these fucking places, what they're going to do is you're going to sign your name, image, and likeness. But if you don't read that fine print, you're going to sign that shit away forever. Yeah. And I well, think it's unfortunate, but I think there's a lot of there's a yeah, lot of places I mean, out there that will do that to you. And and I think that's I think that's one thing that the universities are going to have to end up doing is have some type of attorney on retainer. Yeah, because to help these you know, athletes with these contracts. Man, I mean, I know me as a college student, you come and offer me a bag, you know, even if it's ten, twelve k. Who's offering you a bag though, Miller Lite? Yeah, I'm it not saying, but I'm saying, I'm just, like, I know what you're saying. Yeah, know what but you're it's saying. like, you know, if somebody, came you, Mad Dog if, somebody, if somebody came to you as a college kid and, and they say, hey, here's, we'll give you 10K well, up front, let me, let me get that. versus an athlete who potentially could play professionally, I mean, if you sign the wrong deal and you get... I believe we just saw somebody do that. Yeah. What? Sign the wrong deal. No, I'm talking about if... If you sign a deal with some people who are not reputable, <coughs> you can ruin your reputation. You mentioned Manzel. I was listening to him. He was on like a barstool podcast or something. He got like thirty grand under the table to sign a bunch of autographs. People think the schools are ripping these kids off. You know who will rip these kids off like oh, crazy? Sports memorabilia. Fucking loser memorabilia people. Well, you've seen the the tag for what's going on uh down here in Charleston here soon. It's uh in, madness. Yeah, madness it might be on the up and up. Who knows? Who knows? But, but I, they got to be careful, though. I, I, I would hope, <clears throat> I would hope that the university 
has sat down with them and talked to them. Because you do not want guys basically repping Club Paradise if you catch them drift. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I know they can't do alcohol. They can't do gambling. I don't think they can do tobacco. There's limits on how much they can bring in. I think it's 40000 It's 40000 They can lose their Pell Grant. If they make over 2000 yeah. they can lose their Pell Grant. Well, here's the thing. Pay them, figure it out. That's fine. That's one of those things that that's – that's the way the world goes now. But if you're going to do that and you've signed off on all this, put the Fab Fives banners back up. Give Reggie Bush his fucking Heisman back. Let Terrell oh, Pryor shit stand for taking some free tattoos. <laughs> Lionheart's under investigation. Whatever. All these guys that you've punished in the past, you now have to take that stigma off them because now it's legal. Right. So leave fucking Zion alone. He probably got a little bit more than thirty grand for some. Leave him alone, but don't leave Duke alone for breaking the rules. But what can you do? Put him on probation. That worked to Kansas, huh? Sell some fucking tape, taking it and, and yeah, saying, I, give I'm, it to him. I'm with you. I mean, they should have to sit out the NCAA and that's, tournament. Yeah, that's for the you. other thing. You know, when you were talking, you were like, "Well, this is gonna, this is gonna hinder. We don't have the boosters to do this and that." Well. I actually think I'm not opposed to this because I think it makes it an even playing field. How bad do you want the motherfucking guy? You know, now everybody can pay him. So you let's can't see. do that in recruiting though. But That's against I, it, which well, they totally will. Well, they're all saying now all these kids that are that are signing and all this shit. Like you know the the, the quarterback we got talking about, he's got some stuff coming with uh with his logo this that and the other that's all good and fine man you want to do that go do that but what i'm saying is now you can't it, it, it's open season to do it so you ain't cheating you ain't trying it's always been my logo now right. cheating's legal so let's see what kind of donors we got kick up the fucking bag let's go get these guys let's buy a couple so start calling let's buy a couple natties start calling bruce Irvin and ken kendrick and yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know, man. This shit just doesn't bother me as much as it bothered other people. I, I, I kind of felt like you're spinning your wheels with it because it was going to happen anyway. Thank right. you, O'Bannon, for starting this whole fucking thing. But, I mean, it was going to happen at some point anyway. It's 20 well, years in the making. And I yeah. can't remember. And the NCAA didn't do shit. That's the, that's the real story here. Well, and Hugs said it himself. We wouldn't be in this position if they just paid the O'Bannons. Something would have come along though. I, I, Something would have come yeah. along, but I don't think it'd been as bad as what it what I, it is all of a sudden. I think what you have here though is a situation where they basically put their hands over their eyes and their ears and pretended like how, how many? You know what I mean? Like they were just like, oh, this is amateur sports. This is not professional sports. When in reality, over the last thirty and forty years, this became a billion dollar industry. Business. And they're still acting like it's 1940, and these guys are just there to go to school, and they play football on the side. Like, no, kids are there to play football. Let's be real. Now, the other athletes, once you get into the non-revenue sports, some of them are more there to go to school than they are. They, I mean, the obviously, the athletic scholarship enticed them to come to school there, but they are there to get a degree. But, I mean, they did nothing for 20... I mean, this has been... You could have seen this coming a mile away. The first instance I think of was, you remember, you all remember um, Jeremy Bloom, the skier mm -hmm. from Colorado? Yeah. Which was a unique situation. They absolutely would not budge on that. Wasn't that the Olympic thing? That was the That's guy who was yeah. a skier. Yeah. And they acted like it was well, not a special. There's certain situations that they should have. Here's the thing. 
bend it on. How many of these? How many of these guys? How many of these sports are actually going to get big rollout? What do you mean big rollout? Spencer Rattler can make a ton of money, right? right. He could. Quar- yeah. Quarterbacks, quarterbacks, good quarterbacks can make a lot of money. Good running backs can make a lot of money. Specialists can make a lot of money. How much do you think somebody's going to pay? In every fifth day pitcher at a collegiate baseball thing at a collegiate baseball playing collegiate baseball when their games are on television only when you get up to the college world series. Otherwise you're streaming. Mm-hmm. What are athletes like that gonna get gymnasts gymnasts and shit will get money because like I said, they're attractive females, they can post this and that, they dominate social media. But other than like quarterbacks, wide receivers, point guards, basketball players, stuff like that. Not a lot of these people are going to get a lot of money. And if you want to know who's a fucking genius in this whole thing, it's, again, Dave Portnoy. It is Dave Portnoy. Barstool Portnoy. Athletics. He's not paying you shit. You want to be a Barstool athlete? Send me your name. Send me where you play. I'll take it. I'll send you some merch. I'll send you a pizza. We have a Barstool party. Fucking get in. But guess what? You're wearing all his shit, and he ain't paying you a goddamn dime. What if he said, you're on our team now. I don't want you talking to ESPN. Big deal. I, Fuck ESPN. I, I, no, no, I'm I'm not against that. I'm just saying I it, it's this whole thing. But he's thing. not going to say that because nah, probably not. He's too fucking smart. He sees what it is. You you're turning all you're doing. He doesn't have any clue what he's doing right now. That's Did you see his he he goes, "Uh, just start a sports marketing campaign." Yeah, I he have doesn't no know clue but what we're doing. I think that's bullshit. I think he knows exactly, he knows exactly. what he's doing. Because, he doesn't want to show gonna, his hand. He's going to play you like that yeah. to make you think it. It's fucking genius, Crumb. What's he going to do? Like, I, I don't see the... He's, he's got all these athletes wearing Barstool stuff. He's I, sending you his merch. Uh-huh. So now these kids look at uh, Letty Brown walks in in some Barstool shirt. That's the coolest fucking thing around. They go to the Barstool site and they buy it. You're a billboard for Barstool now, and he's not paying you a dime. He's not doing shit but sending you a $7 t-shirt that he's pressing by himself. And you get to say, I'm a Barstool athlete. And you athlete. say, I'm a Barstool athlete. But what, I, what good is that? I mean, You're a billboard, dude. You're yeah. getting advertising what, without athlete, paying for it. For the athlete, what good is it? It's not. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's the genius of him. He's telling you you're a Barstool athlete. Because so they Barstool's so hot that. right now. They get to share that on their Instagram and be, you know, fucking PSD underwear models and whatever. All PSDs doing is sending you a ten dollar pair of drawers and you're putting <laughs> their shit all over your Instagram. Social media is the way to dominate the world today. PSD and Barstool have done this to where they're just handing these kids free samples. Right. They probably That's fine. send they I... probably send out more shit than that to celebrities year round. And when you're giving these free samples out, now these younger kids who look up to these kids, oh, well, they wear PSD. Mom, Dad, I need those PSD. I and saw, those things um, cost $35, $40 a pair. Bridges is a Barstool guy now. Did you all see that? They all Jalen are. Bridges? They all are. Taz what, is I mean, one. what if you think, what if he blows up, though? Do you think they would pay him? I don't think they're going to pay any of them. Then what? what's the benefit for i don't see the benefit for the athlete other than getting free t-shirts the benefit for the athlete is at the time that this shit happened that was the cool thing to have i'm a barstool athlete you know i saw a guy for west virginia who was like it's like a third string lineman did you all see this with the mullet with the mullet yeah yeah i mean he's a barstool athlete exactly 
But but that's what Diddy's saying. If you a collegiate, if you're not, a collegiate athlete, you send your name, your school. He's not discriminating. Everyone I, is I a know, fucking but billboard. He's for getting Barstool. a T-shirt. What's the big deal? Well, I don't. There ain't shit for the athlete. Yeah, that's the point. But I exactly. Well, I thought this we were preventing athletes from being exploited. It kind of feels like that. Well, he's that's exactly what he's what taking he's advantage. I, See, that's what I'm saying. That's exactly what he's doing. It's a genius move on his part as a marketing tool. To say, hey, I'm not going to. Let me pay tell you, you something. The Barstool does not need the four string right guard from WVU. To Barstool get doesn't out. need any of it. Yeah, I'm, but I'm if, with you, man. But if you're going to do it, I don't know. Let's see where this goes. Though. If you're going to do, I'm it, a Barstool fan. If you're going to do it, do I'm, it and 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 do it on a bigger level than what anybody else is right, doing. Right, right. The rest of these cats, like I said, man, they're pressing out T-shirts that are that are. Coming up with their own order, logo and order stickers, them and, they, and they order them and they send them out. And we've seen this shit happen before. We've watched it happen in front of us with people pressing up shirts and stickers and trying to hand this stuff out. I mean, this shit doesn't always work, dude. No, I'm no, not. Don't get you. So it hopefully, don't get you hopefully, they're not ordering these things by the hundreds because if you are, you're probably going to eat a lot of money on the back end on those, right? Hopefully right. they've found some company that'll press as ordered, and once you get to a set point, they press them out and then they send them out. Because you don't want to get into that where you're pressing out a hundred at a time, then you got to sell them. If you're going to do it, you do a pre. Here's my concern, though. When you when this enters into the equation, like what is a kid going to be more focused on? Winning or selling T-shirts? But the more you win, the more T-shirts you sell. Maybe. I mean, but maybe, that, maybe that if you're said, a scrub, say WVU doesn't win a single basketball game. Uh huh. You think Jalen Bridges is going to sell T-shirts? Probably not. But but we compete. We compete and make a run for the Big Twelve championship. You think? I don't think it'll make that I much think, difference. To be honest with you, I think that you're. I I think it. I, I who was all right? Who was the most recognized? player basketball player on our team last year social media wise yeah he didn't hardly play well i mean mean, does winning factor into this i do it's just the thing man crazy you can you can take and press your t-shirts and do what you want i think when that season starts i think that the head the head man in charge eliminates all that from being a factor We'll see. So if you're going to do it, do it beforehand because I don't see Huggins letting you push. I, the Huggins ain't going to tolerate any of that. And they've also, I saw a bunch of them signed a deal with some under, like uh, compression shirt company. But see, yeah. they can't compete with Nike though. But I that that's what I was going to yeah. say. How does this work? Where you've got this deal that you're wearing these undershirts, but you can't wear those in the game. Nike is your fucking sponsor. Get out of town. Yeah. So yeah, right. you can wear Nike's not going to Nike's not going to. Nike's not going to tolerate that and send you all this compression shit. Can you even wear it in practice? Because they give you all your practice gear and everything. I remember Will Greer wore a Russell Athletic undershirt, and he caught shit for it. I think he had to take it off. Yeah, Nike's Nike. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's the big boys. The big boys are are already knocked all the other shit out of the park. Your your shoes are spoken for. Your your gear is spoken for. Your travel gear is spoken for. Your duffel bag. Your backpack. Your hats. Your fucking toboggans jackets all that all that's nike so what you what do you have left to wear 
I mean, you can you can take a picture in your apartment in that undershirt, but I bet you when you when I you don't come think up, you can, Diddy. When you come up to do that I interview, can you? I don't know. I don't think you can. There's about four of them to sign with that under under uh, undershirt company, and I I don't know. That threw me a bit because I said I can't see that working. You know out. what? This kids are going to get taken advantage of. It's just going to happen. Uh, well, and that's where I also. I mean, that's where I said yeah. like football. And it's going to be, I mean, it's going to be overload for an attorney. That's why I said you might need to say, you know, for your non-revenue sports, you know, we're, we're going to have this attorney on retainer for basketball and football. We're having these two attorneys, two, these two firms on retainer. Mm-hmm. And these got, you know, before you do something, you walk in with that contract and say, hey, Barstool wants me to do this. Will you look over that? And they look over it and say, good to sign go mm-hmm. what's gonna happen is you're gonna have somebody who's going to sign with some podunk fucking autograph hound and they're gonna sign a deal without looking at it and they're gonna go to the league and they're gonna become an all-star or something and in Get 10 years shit suit out and them. 10 years later they're gonna be sitting at the fucking go mart mm-hmm. in in shinston west virginia signing autographs and fucking taking pictures with fucking babies because they signed an NIL agreement when they were fucking 19 and didn't read, but they wanted the money. Or they're going to get on some news program and they dropped, they went bankrupt spending 30 grand on printing t-shirts and stickers and that type of shit. And they're going to be crying about it and saying, I was misled and all this other stuff. Always got to read that fine print, man. Got to read the fine print. But uh, like I said, as far as them getting paid, I don't give a shit. Uh, you know what, started though? a long time ago. Let's, um, I will say this. I think Brown was ready for it. I think we're ready for this. Oh, I think Brown was ready because yeah. he hired that PR firm, mm-hmm. what, last year, year before? I don't know something. when he did, but we were ready. We were ready for this rollout. Well, so he, that's he good. said, because Brown even said he knew this, this was inevitable. This was going to happen. So instead of fighting what yeah. fighting the inevitable, let's go ahead and embrace it. Let's go ahead and start figuring out and teaching these kids how to market themselves. Letty signed with an entire company, like a representation company for his name, image, and likeness. So mm-hmm. Letty has like a lawyer. Right. Like, you want you want to book me for something, call this person, explain it to them, then I'll show up. But it's a representation company. It's not an agent. So they're allowed to sign with something like, like a, that. It's like a booking type A booking situation. agency. And they yeah. take, yeah, they take a little. I saw them on Cameo. God. They're all on Cameo. <laughs> Dude, I mean, at some point, too, at some point, too, it's like there's some delusions of grandeur, is there not? A lot. There, are, There's a lot. Of like, you know. You guys know how I feel about this. Yeah, but it's like, School's okay. School's the brand. It's not the players. Players come and go. There are a few, few memorable ones, few guys that have sort of transcended the team and are kind of their own thing. Pat White, Major Harris, probably Tavon. Yeah, but, but mostly Pat, Pat doesn't even no fuck way. around with any of this shit. Yeah, Pat, well, no, but you know what I'm saying though. He he is like a once in a generational, yeah, talent superstar. Superstar, right? Not very many guys from West. That's Virginia what I'm saying, man. Like when this whole thing came out, it's like, okay, well, how many of these guys would have actually gotten paid big money? And it's like Reggie, very little. Reggie Bush would have made a substantial amount because what he was doing was fucking 
otherworldly. Mm-hmm. Manziel had a run that was one for the ages, winning the fucking mm-hmm. Heisman as a freshman. Tebow would have been. Tebow, Tebow would have made a, a big, 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 big sum of money. Mm-hmm. Um, Prior. Basketball, the Fab Five would have fucking cleaned up because they were trendsetters and and shit like that. But it's like how many guys would have actually – Herschel Walker probably would have made a ton. But it's like how many guys are actually going to get life-changing money off this? Very few. Like you probably going to make enough off them T-shirts to buy you a pair of Jordans. But you know what, though? All those guys we just listed played – in the NFL and NBA. And they were phenomenal fucking athletes. Right. They, yeah, were, right. they were above subpar. So making twenty five grand in college in the grand scheme of things for those guys probably wasn't that big of a deal. My they, were making my, it, they were making it anyway. My thought yeah, is most the of them got paid was. that anyway. I mean, yeah. Dickerson had a fucking Smokey and the Bandit training, for God's sakes. And by training, I mean Trans Am, not a... <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, give me a break. I mean, these guys have been getting paid. You know, it is what it is, man. But I, I don't have a problem with it. Fuck it. You want to pay him, pay him. You got money to pay him to come and sit for two hours and, and sign autographs. Now, well, and, and I, I, don't, I don't have an issue with that either no, because, because here's because the thing. You're taking time out of your day. I mean, I'm to the point. You ask me, I'm not doing stuff for free. I'm not cutting grass for free. I'm not working for free. But you ask a college athlete, but, hey, I want you to come sit here and sign autographs for free. And I'm going to make bank off of it because I'm going to charge $20 for you to stand in line to get the autograph. Plus, you've okay. got to buy my picture. But if you're doing that. Who who wants autographs anymore, though? There's people. It's more there's like people. selfies now. People there's want people. more. There's they want cameos. Want but here's the thing, man. If I'm We should down, cameo uh, an athlete and have them do the intro to the show. If, Montana Phelps. If I'm, if I'm coming down. Alabama softball player. And I'm signing autographs. And you're getting... <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> you think we could pay a pit player on Cameo to say eat shit pit? I don't know. I'm not... I don't, you guys want to try? I'm not versed on Cameo. I'm fine with you it. Could give it a shot. I mean, Let's if try that. If he's willing. Dan Marino on Cameo? No, no. no. A current player. <laughs> really, oh. really stir oh. things up. Oh, well, yeah, that'd be fucking solid. But <laughs> you got to think how much, how much, like Yo said, you come down, you sit there for two hours, you're signing autographs. All right, you got to pay $500 flat. Every picture that person is selling, every helmet they're selling, that's $35, $40, whatever a pop, mm-hmm. and you're signing it. They're going to make thousands to your 500 yeah. I, I'll be honest with you. I would rather the university do their own thing and have the players and pay the players yes. and do well, that. And, see, and, that's, and that's what I said. I said that, say, if I wanted, you know, Prather to come down and sign autographs. I should yeah. have to go through the school, and there's a set price. Well, you want him to come sign autographs. This is the price. You know, that way it doesn't matter if I'm getting the first-string quarterback or mm-hmm. the third-string punter. The price is the price. And and then it takes out, you know, I paid Pat White $1,000, but I'm paying you 250 I don't know how this is going to work out with Title Nine either. Who cares? It's well, over. I mean, it's a that's a big deal. That, that will be, and I've said that's that, a big deal. That's going to be a whole other issue. Yeah, I mean, you can't spend more to market football players than you can women's soccer players. I don't. It's I don't know that they're spending money to market. They might not be. It. I'm just saying that's there's a lot of speed bumps. It's going to be. Easy. I think that's why you have to keep it outside. 
outside people coming to pay them because you can't spend more because yeah. you, if you did it all equal, it would be. I don't know, man. I don't care about this anymore, to be honest with you. It would be nuts. It is what it is. It's happening for better or worse. I don't like it, but I'm... He's already paid his 200 to Letty for that auto. I'm more of a uh, traditionalist, so... He wants that game-worn jersey. Yeah. Oh, man. If I I had to get a... Who off the team, if you had to get a game-worn gear? Pac-Man. Get the fuck out of here. Are you kidding me? Pac-Man Jones? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Not off the current team. Oh. Oh, Letty, Letty, <laughs> or or Stills. There you go. <laughs> See, this is kind of the. We have any superstars on our team? I, I, I would probably take the freshman Rasheed Prather. Or Prather. I would want his shit because I think he's gonna be a stud. Or Hakeem Mesador. I think Mesador's gonna. He's gonna. Well, let let's take a break. Yeah, uh, we, we gotta, gotta talk about basketball. Deuce and football. Actual I told football you fucking season. Deuce was gone. Welcome to New York. We'll be back. Poor guy. We'll be right back after this word, 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 word. Son of a bitch! Boogie's Driving Range and Barbecue. Driving Range and Barbecue. A natural grass driving range located in Tornado, West Virginia, beside Big Ben Golf Course. Open seven days a week with golf ball dispenser. Boogie's offers a great barbecue menu with delicious items right off the wood fire grill, fresh every Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. We also have a newly remodeled clubhouse with bar and a large patio to enjoy the peaceful mountain air. Open from 11 a.m. to 11 p.m. Friday and Saturday and 11 to 9 p.m. on Sunday. Boogie's Driving Range and Barbecue. When your heating and cooling system needs service, turn to Francisco Heating and Air Conditioning. They've been delivering quality service in West Virginia since 1980. No matter the make or model, Francisco Heating and Cooling can make sure your unit is back in service in no time. And their work is guaranteed. Francisco Heating and Air Conditioning is fully licensed and insured and is a certified train dealer. And remember, it's hard to stop a train. Find them on Facebook or call 304-542-1895. Catch the Mountaineers in comfort with Francisco Heating and Air Conditioning. Happy on the asset social, man. Glory to over royalty, y'all niggas know the vibes. Fuck your kiddies, bitch. Whoa, bitch. Bitch, I'm outside of some movie. Welcome back to Section 3 or 4 Podcast, where we are not drinking beers today, but we are talking eaters, but Diddy drank some beaters out on the golf course the other day. I did. I got pretty drunk. I ended up, I had some of those white claw surges. Yeah, that's right. I said white claw surges, 8% alcohol. I had uh, like four of those. Then I got into some Miller Lights, and then I got into some IPA-type shit in the uh, in the lounge area. And uh, then I had some margaritas at my house and some Kona Big Waves and some Kona. Uh, what didn't you have? Uh, bourbon. Yeah, I didn't have any bourbon. And some uh, 
Kona longboard and some other shit like that. I ended up. I, I got. I, I got, think you were drinking your sorrows away from I got Deuce drunk. leaving, going pro. Saw oh, coming. I mean, I, I, I told you when he entered, he was gone. So since what? I, I didn't think I. I thought. Well, the last show we did, we were all pretty convinced that he was gone. Yeah, yeah. I I think it would have been a bad move on his part, and I and I know, I know. You know, Hugs using what's his name for an example. You know, if he would have left, he would have made six hundred fifty thousand dollars, and you know he came back, played another year, and ended up making three or four million. Um, Marcus, Marcus Smart. Oh, okay, okay. You know, and, and, and I get that, but that's not. And you know who else that happened to? Brett Nelson. If Brett would have left, he would have been the twelfth pick to the Orlando Magic. But he came back for another year because he would have moved up to. Well, if you're t- if you're twelve this year, you'll be top seven next year. Right. And guess what happened to Brett? He didn't exactly. So it goes both ways. So yeah. Well, and I think I think Hugs knew. I mean, even in that interview I, that Hugs did prior to Deuce making his decision, I think Hugs already knew. Well, we had a backup plan. We got a backup plan. Yeah, for Malik him. Curry. Yeah, Malik yeah. Curry. Um, I'll, I'll say this. I I think that if you're a GM and you get to interview and talk with Deuce McBride, I think you're going to like him immediately. Like, that's what kind of guy he is off the court. Then, if you saw the videos that we saw, apparently he crushed all the workouts and stuff. Well, I'll tell you this. Anyone that had any question whether he was going to go or not, after the day after his combine, when they put that video of him shooting out, you should have said, "You know what, go." Home. When I saw that he had the largest wingspan for a guard, that's when I knew he was probably gone. Yeah, because the NBA is all about measurables. I don't understand why they don't play the lick of fucking defense. I mean, you know, it's whatever, dude. I mean, hey, go get paid. Yeah, I told I you he wasn't coming back. I mean, if he it's, did come back, what's he going to get better at? He can already score. He's already clutch. He's already a great defender. What else do you – I mean, his jumper would get better. But what was what what was left for him here to prove? The only the Nothing. only thing I think you would have seen was Deuce be moved to the two, Curry running the one, and Deuce, is, having, Deuce having the freedom to move around more than setting up an offense. Is he projected as a point guard or a shooting guard? I don't think the, he I, shoots well enough to be a, a scorer in the NBA. Shot forty percent from three, though. Wow. I mean, we'll see. What shocked me because you just don't think of him as like a. I never thought of him as know? like a lights out Steph Curry type scorer. No. Right, and he he, where he's really great is his pull up. He can get a shot just about any time he wants it. Look, if he lands with the Knicks, oh, goodness. don't become a fan. I'm not. <laughs> don't be- <laughs> I don't want you on the wagon. You don't. I don't want you to be a part of that. You're not allowed into the match. Watching them is. lose to the Bulls in the 90s were some of my greatest basketball memories. Well, basketball is not played that way anymore. Do not care for that franchise. I think it's the most overrated franchise for in you. sports. Their most owner profitable. is the biggest oh, their moron a in professional fucking sports. Cuck. He's an asshole. He's part of the fucking problem. Everybody He's why they, they don't get players. Everybody there. who comes through the doors there, their owner turns had the balls. Shit. Their owner had the balls to tell the Eagles, "If you're going to play my venue, my band is going to open for you." He told the fucking <laughs> Eagles that. That tells you everything you need to know about Jim Dolan, James Dolan. James sorry, Dolan. Phil Jackson couldn't win there. Jim, if you're friends with him. But Jimmy. he's a fucking clown. 
Phil the whole Jackson's franchise. also the worst fucking president since Michael Jordan. Oh, who? Owner, president, whatever you want a basketball operations fucking CEO. Phil Jackson was terrible as it. Phil it's, Jackson, it's not. It's the franchise. It's not. No, him. Phil Jackson actively fucked the Knicks. Anyway, beside that's beside the point. No, uh, it's not because that's where he's going to go at nineteen. Yeah, it's, it's so get ready. Buddy. Nineteen, the hit. The Knicks have two picks. Nineteen and twenty-one. A lot of guards in this draft, though. Yeah, you got the two guys from Baylor. There's a guy from Auburn, obviously Cunningham and Suggs. So there was a guy that went to Duke and then quit and ended up in the G League or something. I don't know. I would take Deuce. Deuce is a winner. He's a leader. He's everything you want. I, I don't necessarily think he's going to be a superstar, but he can score. He'll be a middle tier guy. Yeah, I don't know it, that he'll be an all star. But it's I mean, great for many? the. It's great for our program too. Oh, I mean, it's definitely big for the program, and I think eventually. I, I mean, I can see Deuce eventually being a starter in the NBA. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he'll, he'll start off coming off the bench, of course, but I think he'll find a team that. You know he'll get. Paid. He's going to get a lot better too. I think he was just scratching the surface on how good he can be. He'll get paid. He'll get that. I'm he'll get that money. The great know. judge of who's going to translate to the NBA because I never thought Trey Young would be what Trey Young is. Well, that's true. Trigger Trey is fucking ice cold and nasty for the Hawks. I thought the Hawks made the biggest mistake in the world when they gave up Luca to get him. But did you know what Luca was going to be though? Uh. Luca looked pretty goddamn good. No, and I mean Luca before had been, he came into the Luca had been balling against NBA yeah. guys and with that fucking uh, national team. Luca's so, incredible. Yeah. So when they gave up Luca to get Trey, I was like, oh my! There's the Hawks just being the Hawks. Another Atlanta move. The greatest city on earth has faltered yet again. But boy, was I wrong. I mean Trey is Trey's nasty and I just I didn't see that game going that that big in the NBA. So I don't know, man. I mean Deuce has a potential to be on the verge of, of being an all star. I think down the road, um he could crack in as an all star. You never know. I mean you just you don't know what these guys are gonna turn into. No, you don't. I mean it is what it is, but uh, I knew he wasn't coming back. I'm glad we got Curry. I think Curry's gonna take some minutes from your guys' boy Taz. Um, no. No. <laughs> yeah. Taz, okay. Taz is a two guard. Why would Cur- Curry's a point again. guard? You'll, I think I, – I also think some of these freshmen that we – They're redshirting. Did you see that? I was surprised to see that. He redshirted both of them? He's redshirting yeah. all three that are coming in. Yeah, we'll see. I I was excited to see the kid from Ohio, but – We'll see. We, I, I wouldn't be surprised to see him pull some shirts. I'm not against it. I don't know, man. I mean, it's going to be interesting. Uh, right now, I'm just ready for I'm ready for uh, September 11th, September 12th to get here. All oh, the first, first, home, first game, home game, Long Island, punish them, get the fucking blue lot back rocking. Welcome back. Uh, I'm excited yeah. for that. I'm excited for football. We'll get to basketball later, but to do all props on moving forward. Hopefully, you end up in New York, my man, and then maybe. Just maybe I can talk some people into finally taking a trip to watch the Knicks. There's reason to go now. Well, Crumb's not invited, but I'm in. Yeah, it's just Crumb just shit all over the franchise. Fuck you, man! They're back in the playoffs. I didn't shit on the franchise. You did. The so franchise is shit. <laughs> it's shit. And on that note, 
we'll holler at you guys next week. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, a couple football things. Vegas has us six and yes. a half. Six and a half wins. I went ahead and put 50 pounded, on the over. Pounded that over. I like it. I'd it, say we got seven or eight. I hope so. I hope so. If if not, Brown's going to hear it. I, I'm Look, with you, though. Brown, Brown can lose every game except for Maryland and Virginia Tech. Right. right. And people be like, yeah, okay. And now he loses both them games out of the gate. There's going to be a lot of unhappy people. Yeah. Big Neil, hopefully, has been told. I'm, he knows. He's got to know. He studies. Does he? I think so. He knows I mean, there's, He knows how bad we want to beat Maryland and Virginia My Tech. circle is not very big, but most of those in that circle say those are the two. Don't lose them or you lose. <laughs> You're yeah, start I'm, I'm with you, man. If he loses both those games, people are going to be <clears throat> pissed. I think I told you guys this on our text, and this is based off of nothing other than intuition for me and being a Mountaineer fan for 39 years since I could walk. Here comes a Rat Rogers reference. No, no. This is going to be a year where we surprise people and we are much better than expected. I hope you're right. 2002, 93. I'm not saying we're going to go undefeated. That's ridiculous. But But come out of nowhere. That team came out of nowhere, yeah. And then uh, 2005, the Sugar Bowl team. It's been a while. They got Daigie as the third best quarterback in the conference behind Iowa State's boy and Spencer Rattler. I know, top three. What do you guys – I'm of the opinion that I think Deggie's going to be all right. I think he's going to be all right. I know we've we've been down on him. I think he's going to be a game manager. I'll stay, Mom. And we're going to run the ball, hit some play action, it, Look, and it's just going to be up to the wide receivers to make some it. plays. And the if the offensive line plays well, we're going to be pretty good. I don't think he's bad. I, he's, I think he's, he's fine. Not a lot of the shit he had last year was drops. They catch a lot of the stuff he throws. We're all right. We're in business. I don't mm-hmm. think he's that bad. I'm not in love with the guy. It's whatever. I, I you know, my preference as a kid with wheels back well, there. But I was going to say, I think we, <clears throat> honestly, we go as Letty goes. And I think I think you ride. I think you ride that workhorse all season long. I think you've got to give him. 20, 25 carries a game. You have to. You got to feed. You got to feed him the ball. Right. And let him. Because he's a, he's also the type of back that you can't let him run two or three point, put him back in. No, you no, just no. got to keep feeding him and let him get in that groove. And once he's in that groove, then he's going to break it. He's going to go. He's going to produce. Yeah, and you say production. Uh, he can play. He can catch out of the backfield. Right. You can use him in the passing game. And he don't shy away from that hit. He'll, no. Um. I. I I want to see the other two guys, though. I want to see Sparrow. I want to see Matthew, Mathis, Mathis. Con- contribute, too. But I'm with you. I mean, he needs to get 20 to 25 touches. Maybe maybe 30. I don't think they really do that in this day and age, but there yeah. was there was a time when we would hand the ball off 30. <coughs> who wonder who was the last guy to get. Probably Avon. Probably maybe Quincy or Avon, yeah. I'd say Avon, probably easy. But I don't know, man. I'm looking forward. You taking to it. the the over on wins, six and a half. I would think we get seven. So yeah, seven. I would take it. I would seven the rest. I mean, I'm not going in on a fucking high. I'm not. You're not. I'm not. Uh, 
by by the end of the summer, I'll have you buying in. I'll I'll be the engineer of the hype train. Speaking of end of summer, I mean we've only got like three weeks until until camp, camp starts. Be here before you know it. I'm. I, I can't wait. I cannot wait to see fans back tailgating. I think we kind of took it for granted. Oh, there's no doubt we took it for granted. I mean, I know. I know the games that we made it up to and talking about. It was just it, it, odd. It was weird. You know, it, it felt like every game was a spring game. Yeah, it was yeah. pretty brutal. I'll be back in that bitch full four section ninety seven. Been going back in the vault. Get YouTube vault. Oh God! Here we go. How far back do you go? Someone has posted games from nineteen ninety two. I watched the fourth quarter of the 1992 Maryland game. One of the best comebacks in West Virginia history. Were you guys at that game? No. No? I don't think so. Adrian Morrell put on a show. I was nine years old. Scores the go-ahead touchdown, throws the ball into the crowd, gets a 15-yard penalty. Our team gets a 15-yard penalty. 30 fucking yards in penalties off of one touchdown. So nothing's changed. Nothing has changed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean. That's exactly let him, right. Let him celebrate, dude. He's got to do his thing. That's a great underrated win no one talks about. Because I don't think many people go back to the vault like that. I'll send you some links. I'll pass. You need to get in the vault. You know, I also watched the... Probably the first three or four series in the 2006 Maryland game. Was that I mean, the one where Chris Henry threw that ball? That still no, has, no, no. This was Slayton Henry's White. Like 2002-ish. No, that was 04. I was going to say, I was in school when he did it because that, that ball still hasn't come down from heaven. They caught and launched up in the sky, and we win. And We got Maryland on the brain. I know. Can't wait. Let's. You guys want to get out of here? Yeah, before we do, congratulations, uh, Jackson Wolf and uh, is it Cody Burgett? Burgett? There's two or three of them. Drafted. They both well, co- both those pitchers got drafted by the Padres from WVU. So hats off to them. I mean, I'm assuming, I'm assuming you go. I Manoa think. looks pretty good up in Toronto. Yeah, he's fanning some batters. He looks good. All star game tonight. Shohei Otoni. Yep. Wrecking shit last night. Pete Alonzo. Pete Alonzo well, won me $160. I don't understand why they would put Soto and Otani in the same bracket as Pete Alonzo and Soho and Otani versus each other in the first fucking round. No. There was a couple of garbage bags in there that you could have put those guys in advanced the four big names, but I have no clue what brilliant mind of brilliant mind of ESPN strikes again. Good job, fellas. Keep Stephen A around just a little bit longer. Well, well, I guess on that note, <laughs> you got anything else to add to that? You want to dive into nope. that some more? All right, nope. we're out of here. See you.